Hello and welcome to the I Create Daily Podcast. I'm Leora Alderson. And I'm Devani Alderson. We are the mother-daughter co-founders of the I Create Daily brand. We are passionate about encouraging positivity, creativity, and productivity while bringing you information and resources that support your creative aspirations. I Create Daily is for creators in every genre of creating, from musicians to writers, crafters to inventors, bloggers to entrepreneurs. So if you're into creating anything, this podcast has something for you. So tell us, what would support you most in your journey? You can reach us at creators at iCreateDaily.com. Thank Thank you you for for joining joining us us on this journey. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the I Create Daily podcast, a movement for creators serious about their work. I'm Devani. And I'm Leora. And today our coffee break is on how to grow a Facebook audience for your creator brand. And we'll touch at the end on a couple tips for Instagram as well. But in this video, we're going to heavily focus on building a Facebook audience because that is what we are the most versed in and so and we'll provide resources in the comments for both Facebook and Instagram growth and distribution strategies and everything we're going to cover for that but we recently had a community member in the I create daily for creators Facebook group asking how to grow an audience on her Facebook and Instagram pages and because a lot of you in our community that we know of have Facebook and Instagram profiles, we figured we would just answer that question here. Yes, and uh, it's, it's a really important thing for creators. We've talked about it a little bit before relative to spending your time on social media, posting to your page more than just chatting with your friends to create a brand page uh, for your, your artist brand, your creator brand, uh, your writer brand. Um, now, there are a number of ways to do that, and we can, um, we'll, I guess we could just go ahead and list some of them. So, for instance... Uh, and Dr- one quick tip before sure. you start the ways. This also helps. We've recently published a coffee break, uh, yeah, a coffee break on how you can manage um, pages for other artists or other business owners. Mm-hmm. And so if you're tuning in and you want to do this freelance as a job, a lot of these tips will also be useful. Oh, yeah. That's a great point. I'm glad you connected that. Because the reality is that many creators... Um, and you know, need to uh, work full time and then grow their brand part time uh, in their spare time. Because one of the reasons that so many people are not cut out to be entrepreneurs is that you have to be willing to work. Oftentimes, you have to be willing to work for a long time for free before you can actually begin earning money. And then even more than that, paying bills and supporting yourself with yeah. that. However, um, you know, the time's going to pass anyway. And so it's far better that that time pass with you growing your brand around what you're passionate about doing and where you want to be taking your creative endeavor uh, than just wishing it were different or wishing it were so. Um, And there there are so many opportunities. We're going to be doing future episodes and articles on people like Daniel Pink, who wrote the book. Um, well, he wrote the book Drive, and then he also wrote the book A Whole New Mind, which is my favorite all-time book, um, because, especially by him, because it really talks about the new, this new era is the era for right, predominantly right-brain thinkers who are also employing left-brain, and that is in the concept of business building, brand building, uh, learning the, the logistics and the analytics and the specifics of what you have to do in order to build the platform to get your your work out there. So you see, with the dissolution of the middleman, you don't have to wait for someone to choose you or like your work and decide that you deserve to 
get your work out there, you do it, but it takes time and effort to build. And we posted a Mel Robbins article recently, and she mentioned, um, let me just pull it up real quick. There's a fantastic quote that she um, I'll look for she cited, and it's very, very relevant to this. It's, she says, Picasso created nearly 100 masterpieces in his lifetime, but most people don't know that he created a total of more than 50,000 works of art. That's two pieces of art a day. Success is a numbers game. And if you're not going, if you are, you are not going, sorry, (laughs) you are not going to win if you keep telling yourself to wait. The more often you choose courage, the more likely you'll, you, I'm sorry, the more likely you will succeed. Um, Some of us can read. That is the same goes for building a brand on social media. When you see viral videos and really, really popular images that get shared a lot, it's because it's generally because that artist spent a lot of time putting lots and lots and lots and lots of their art on social media, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Instagram. So I think like the biggest tip, if you were just to take away one thing from this video is be very consistent regularly on posting to your social media, whether it starts as a once a day thing, which is what we recommend. We recommend you at least start by posting one piece of your work daily on a Facebook page or your profile or a mix of both, um, preferably a mix of both so that you get both the organic reach from pages and have the advertising options later on, but also so that you, Facebook likes when people post to their personal profiles a little more than pages, so you can kind of cross blend. We'll get into that a little more later. But again, it's really about consistency because that quote one viral piece of art that gets spread is because you showed up every day to post your work. And that is a, that's the other side of being a creator who's going to monetize from your creativity is putting your work out there after you've made it. Yeah, and the important thing is also not just to post your work, but also to engage in conversation and to respond to every comment that that people make uh, from your post. So do other things like so. So sharing in social media is the the best way to learn about what people like about your work and and about the people who like your work. Uh, what are their interests? What are their aspirations? Um, what are their passions? And to encourage that as well. Like one of the things that I create daily, we're, we love doing through I Create Daily, we have three courses. It is create, connect, and contribute. And so one of the ways that we, uh, we love connecting with people and other creators, and one of the advantages in a way that Devani and I are creative and creators, but we're not necessarily, and well, definitely not, and visual artists, Devani dabbles as a hobby, and uh, we're writers for sure, but the advantage in that for the I Create Daily um, brand is that we're not in competition with any artists, any writers, any, you know, we are supportive and like cheerleading creators. And we're a any, media publishing company yes. and the medium sometimes changes and it's a blend of writing. It's a blend of audio, video, um, <clears throat> different things, courses That's maybe right. in the future. It's a blend of media, but we publish work and we publish work to help creators like you who want to hone in or who want to go a mile deep in in your writing craft, in your visual arts craft, in your photography, your dance, your video production, whatever it is, we want to be a platform that can share your work yes. and, and not because we're artists in competition. And, you know, 
we like collaboration more. Yeah, yes, exactly. And, you know, it's an abundant era and there's enough for everyone. Um, and supporting each other helps us all grow stronger and more successful. So you can do the same thing from your brand page. Um, we've talked in the past. And so in case you haven't seen that, um, you have your personal profile on, um, on your Facebook, for instance, and then to create a business page and we'll link to the podcast where we talk about the distinctions between profile uh, page and group. Um, we'll link to that in the show notes for this episode as well, in case you didn't see it, um, and, and need more information. Uh, but create your personal page, I mean, sorry, your business brand page as well. Even if you don't have a business name yet, uh, just go with something that you may be working on or it could be after your name, et cetera. Later, you can worry about the details of whether you want to grow it more as a brand uh, name or as your personal name as the brand. There are advantages to each uh, and benefits to both. Um, and so like we are doing a little bit of both uh, in that we are building the I Create Daily brand clearly as its own brand. And yet we're also doing the podcast and um, our articles and memes, quotes, et cetera, and we share a lot branded to ourselves. And we host the groups of our personal more right. often than our page. Right. And we share to our personal profiles. And <clears throat> excuse me. Um, for, for your Facebook page, I think what's really important is that you find this balance between sharing between your page and your personal profile. Um, we always recommend having a page because you can actually sell from your page. If you don't have a website yet and that's just something that's not feasible for you to have right now, um, you, you can sell from Facebook. They have PayPal integration, shopping cart integrations where you can just sell your artwork on your Facebook page, which is what, you can do it on your profile, but Facebook might flag you and shut your profile down because they're seeing that you're obviously doing a lot of business through your personal profile and they don't necessarily want that, but you can bring a lot of awareness to your work through posting um, close-up photos or little mini videos of artwork in progress. You can post finished pieces. So like, what do you post on your page? I think that's a big ambiguous thing that creators have. Like, what do I post? I don't, uh, maybe I'm too scared to put out something that I don't feel is perfect. Maybe I'm too worried about copyright infringement or what if somebody steals my work? Um, I think what's really important to remember is a watermark your visual and written work. And by doing that, it helps protect. It gives you a layer of protection. People who are going to steal work are going to steal work and a lot of these different sites already have disclaimers about that. So they're not really following the rules anyway, but you're not posting for the benefit of people who steal your work. You're posting so that people can discover you and buy your work. So that's the that should be the first and foremost priority. You should not base your posting on fear of who's going to steal. That's yeah. at least our opinion, I think. Yeah. In fact, you know, there's a steal like an artist is an actual book written by an artist it's the concept that in a way that you know we have all learned by viewing listening to whatever tuning in to others and then we add our own blend to it whether it's recipes or art photography writing fiction etc it's all at some point been infused inspired by something else and then we blend it with our own creativity and imagination um and it becomes then our own work now back to the thing of people actually steal your work online we, actually if you're watermarking things which means putting a little logo or your name or your website or yeah. Facebook page 
on some corner of your work. So yes, that, so definitely. That it's and trace, it, it traces back to you. It doesn't have to be in the corner. It can be in the middle, top, center, whatever. Of, I mean, at the bottom, preferably the margin, the top or bottom margin, usually the bottom margin. Like a painter would sign their painting. Exactly. And, uh, and for instance, so, so the benefit is you want to be found. You want people to share it. So if someone grabs it off your uh, Facebook page and pulls it to their desktop, turns around and reposts it, you know, with their own comments, not attributing it to you, that's okay because you've got your watermark on it. And the whole point is you want it to get shared and spread and found because then if anyone really, and we've talked about this in articles as well, I think it's coffee breaks, where we've really wanted to share uh, an artist's work, uh, some beautiful creation that we've seen online. And we've been unable to give tribute because it was not watermarked. We don't even know who the artist or the original artist was. And by the time it was shared so many times, it was so far removed from the origin that it was not to be found. So people, and we would have loved to have found them, not only to thank them, to interview them, to maybe even hire them, to commission them to create something specific for us. So there, there will be those out there who will find you in a similar way. So don't be afraid or reticent. That's more like the old school. The traditional way was to be very close, closed and closer to not allowing people to even see your work beforehand but share it freely, just watermark it so they can find their way back to you. And include... Oh, sorry, 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 let me just ahead. one more thing, just to be clear. Fine to sign it, if it's, but if it's better, like Devani said earlier, that the watermark, at least and for sure, include your website or Facebook page name so that they can find their way to you. Yeah. Like if it's just a signature, they may not be able to read it. Yeah. Exactly. So you could have your signature on the original piece of work, but then have a little digital stamp, basically. It's like www.whatever.com or at um, art by Devani, whatever it is, whatever your Facebook page name is. Um, something else, people love story. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, of course, if you're a writer, you know this, right? You're writing stories. Uh, Mackenzie Clinch in our group posts these wonderful daily um, vignettes, vignettes so and stories and encouragement for other creatives. If you're a writer, uh, depending on what you write, uh, you could share different vignettes of what you're working on, what your um, ideas you have, poetry. <clears throat> and again, you can add some of those to visuals. We can link to a tutorial on how to create visual graphics. Those technical things are very simple and easy to learn. I think the most important thing on creating visuals, if you're not a visual artist, start as simple as possible there's lots of tutorials online there's lots of apps we'll link some of our favorites um but just pick a very simple thing and because what's simple is what you'll do what's simple if you overcomplicate it from the get you're not going to be consistent so just make it the simplest thing you can do and we'll put examples in our show notes but what i was going to say is um if you're a visual artist story is also very important for your work and um one of the people we've interviewed several times, Ava Nikonen, is a Finnish artist. She's a fantasy artist, and she creates little stories around the world she paints. And a lot of her visuals are, they're stunning visuals, but she creates a written short story. And sometimes it's just a paragraph. Sometimes it's just a sentence, but it gives the reader context of what they're looking at so that they have a way for their imagination to wander. And I think that's really important. We also went, when we were a couple of weeks ago, we went to a Lululemon store and they were posting art from local artists in the store. 
And they said what was really popular was including the artist's story, a little bit about who they are, what inspired their art. And people love that. Mm -hmm. People want to know what is the context of this artist? Why is their creativity like this? What mm -hmm. are they trying to convey? And even if you create more um, abstract art and you kind of want people to glean what they glean, it's still, it gives this context for them of this is why you're important in my day. This is why your art matters to me when I'm scrolling through the timeline. And it just gives your work another element, another depth, another layer of meaning, not just for people viewing on social, but then also people who might want to buy your work. Maybe you create an abstract painting that's really green and it's like a vibrant green painting and you share about how it's a source of healing. Uh, somebody who works at a doctor's office might want to hang it in their professional studio. Or maybe you have a serene, meditative, zen-style painting. Maybe a yoga studio wants it to hang in their, in their um, studio as well. So just in the context of who you want buying your work, that story really helps anchor the piece of artwork for people. And I think it's important to include on social media. Yeah, and um, back the store uh, clerk at Lululemon uh, made the observation that she said people really read those stories, the artist stories, the artist bios. Um, and we've written about uh, an article on artist bios, which we'll link to, which includes that little vignette about Lululemon, uh, which we'll link to in the show notes here as well. So chances are it's like each artwork has its little bio too yeah absolutely yeah, it's a little story and Alinda Suzanne Wright is one of the artists oh, in our community and mm -hmm. she has she does a wonderful job not only like she gives her uh, her work names I mean many people do so that's another thing it's a fascinating thing to give it a name um, and a lot of times her names are like intriguing and like makes you want to know makes you want some of the times the names that she gives makes you want to know what's the story behind well, the, you're, cho the choice of the name. Yeah. Can I pull one up yeah, while you're absolutely. talking? And then the other thing she has done because she is uh, retired from her profession as a music teacher. And I think she also taught English. Is that, do you remember? I think she was an English remember. teacher at one point, a writing teacher. Uh, but at any rate, she is also a writer. And she creates and photographer. She's very multi-talented, multi-faceted artist, like and creator, like many in our audience. Um, and so she blends those, which is back to the Daniel Pink. That's a whole new mind. It is blending. You know, in her case, she has the technical knowledge. She knows uh, Adobe Photoshop, Illustrator, etc. She has she, a great she, eye for she photos. Has, and she right, and she blends them those skills together into creations that are incredibly unique. Um, and you know, and and she has shows that she's doing several shows this week and in, in, um, exhibiting her work. Um, but one example was she would create a work of art and then she would write hundred word stories around that. Well, a hundred words is basically two to three paragraphs. Um, and so that, that's another way of, of creating enchantment and intrigue and a following mm -hmm. to grow your following. Now, the person who originally asked this question was Colleen Nichols uh, in the I Create Daily community. And she's another, she's a mom. Uh, I think she lives on a farm and gardener. And chicken lover. Chicken lover. She has chickens. Other than like growing chickens. Yeah. She had a squirrel or follow her when, one time, a baby squirrel that was injured, follow her home. And she was able to help rehabilitate that. Um, was that her or her friend? I think it was her. They her. had a squirrel. Yeah, it was her. That, yeah, yeah right. she made a polymer yeah. squirrel. Yeah. Um, so so and she's just an amazing uh, lady with, with multi, lots of things. Another multi-talented uh, creator. And so to answer part of her question relative to content, just all the things that you're sharing 
in the creative groups that you're a member of, then share those on your page. Um, people like to see it and people, and then notice what people comment, notice what people like the most and engage in those conversations, ask people what they are up to. Um, so there's something else I was going to Here's say. a pretty, uh, oh, so share? sorry, uh, Colleen has an Etsy store. Um, and she, we'll link it below, which we will link below and so she, where she's selling um, digital photography as well as uh, craft things that she's created. She's a very talented. She just dives into different crafts and does a great and job. Painting. Yeah, yeah. She, she does commission, commission art, etc. So and that's the thing as creators for a time, um, you know, maybe for all time, but for now and starting up, it's okay, really, if you're sharing with the world all the different things that you're doing because you don't know yet what it is that people are going to most respond to and mo find most interesting and in particular voting what they're going to vote on with their wallets by virtue of wanting to to purchase what it is that you've made and the more you share the more people have an understanding of what you have available of value to them and I think that, and especially especially if you're a multi, even if you're not a multi-talented creator, even if all you care about is you just want to paint your painting yes. or you just want to write your poetry, that's all you want to do. And you want to go like 20 miles deep in your lifetime on that one craft. The more you can put out, the, I think, A, address any perfectionism <laughs> um, because social media you never know what's going to hit. You might hate a poem, but you put it out there and your audience is like, wow, that really spoke to me. Like you might've hated it, but your audience, it might just take off. Like you can't believe, which is why that's part of art. It's like you put something out there and you don't know how other people will, will respond. You only know how you respond because you're very close to your work. I think uh, somebody asked, uh, I think, Actually, it's not super relevant, but people have mentioned, like, they'll post in our group and say, I don't really like this. Um, there's something wrong. There's something that I'm missing in this piece of art. Um, and it's not complete yet. And then others will comment saying, no, it's fantastic. Like, I wish I could draw like that. If only I could, cr uh, if only... It's important. I, I think a lot of things... I think that a lot of times fear stops people from creating their own brand. If that's a path that they're thinking about or on the fence about, I think it's the fear of putting their work out there and having it critiqued and judged. But something to keep in mind is more often than not, people are supportive of people who put themselves out there because it reminds them that they could do it too, mm -hmm. or it gives them the inspiration they're looking for. Yeah. You know, like I scroll through Instagram or Facebook and I see an amazing piece of art and even if the artist has all this self-doubt about it it's like wow that's amazing that's really cool that you put that out there and that you did that and you took time out of your day to make something so i think t uh, focusing more on the fact that other people are really looking for inspiration regularly might help you reframe the fear that you have of putting yourself out there yeah let us know if you have any questions on any of this that again back to the audience interaction the more we know about what it is you would like to, to know more about, such as Colleen's question, um, and uh, the questions that you have around what we're putting out, the more we can serve you and the more we can bring value to you, which is ultimately our goal. Um, so yeah, just don't be afraid to put it out there. Don't worry and, and second guess and uh, let your doubts hold sway. Just put things out there and like there's this thing uh, in the online world of 
quick, you know, iteration, reiteration, like put things out there quickly, see how it works and put the next thing and the next thing back to the Picasso's. Yeah. What is it? 50,000. Like over 50,000 people to work in his is, lifetime. Which is over to a day. Which made a hundred masterpieces. Yeah. From which exactly, you know, and you think about yeah. people who put music out there and oftentimes the rock groups or bands or whatever musicians have a few good hits, maybe even just one that make all the difference for their entire thing. So yeah, yeah so don't just put it out there and you, that will be the fastest way to grow your skills and to and to grow your brand, which is your following those who follow you. Because here's the thing in today's world with with so much proliferation of creation, products, opportunities, the ones who are growing a foundation in the world, a foothold in this vastly noisy, increasingly so online world are the ones who will have the audience available to buy your work when it is you put it out there for sale. Um, so definitely grow your brand. If you're serious about your work, serious about your art. Now, if it is that you are not sure and you're just a hobbyist and right now and you're not and you're just beginning to get into a creative endeavor um, and give room for your creative side to develop, then still it's okay. You can do it from your personal profile. So continue to post because then you will still attract the friends who are interested. Don't hesitate though. It's free, absolutely free to set up a Facebook page. It is not that difficult. You can create the Facebook page and share what you're creating from there and see how it begins to grow. You share what you create on your Facebook page to your personal profile periodically uh, so that you've got both going on. And then if you decide to never do anything with your art professionally uh, or for commercial value or gain or whatever, or for revenue, that's fine. You still got a following of people who enjoy uh, what you've put out there. And, you know, even if you ended up closing it down, no, nothing lost. And then it's helped you decide because for instance, if somebody's trying to decide like there may be somebody who's into watercolor, but they're starting acrylics and they're not sure if they're good at it, good at it. And then they find that people love their acrylics and it might encourage you to go in the direction mm. that you're not sure of yet. Now you mentioned poetry a, a few minutes ago or poets. So yes, if you just write poetry and you're a, an introvert and you don't even want to read your poetry, but you just want to put it out online, absolutely fine. Then just do lots of that. Uh, do short pieces, do long, do in between, put it out before you think you're ready, get audience feedback. If you're so into poetry and you want to grow your brand in other ways, then one of the greatest ways to do that would be to do spoken word poetry. Oh, like that's so smart. That reading your poetry, uh, you can use a resource like we use for our podcast, um, the video podcast and recording audio as well, which is zoom.us. We'll include, include those links, of course, as well. But it's a free, if you, um, for up to 45 minutes per session, you can have a free account. You can use Zoom, Zoom for free uh, to record up to 45 minutes a session. Um, and it's, only, it's still very inexpensive for like an annual $100 or so um, if you basically want unlimited access to it. Um, so, or I'm sure there's a cap, there's a yeah. limit to space in your, um, what do you call in your account. your account, your back end for hosting your videos, but you can still download them to your, your site. So anyway, your, your computer. So that's not a big deal. So yeah. So there's or, or even less than that, if you want to grow your Facebook page quickly, you could live stream yourself reading stuff. Now in terms of video on Facebook, fairly.
Um, one second, our internet, I think we're fine. Uh, got a little internet unstable thing, but I think it's okay. Um, so you can read your memoir, you can read your poetry, you could talk about your creative process, you could uh, you could share some of your artwork and talk about different pieces and what they mean to you. There's so many different ways to use video. And if you want to do it as the most basic level, you could always start with live streaming from your page. It'll help you reach the face, grow your Facebook page more because they like to boost a video. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and that's a good, like, that can be intimidating because of the live nature of it, which is why uh, we prefer to be starting with Zoom. But whatever reduces the barrier of entry for you doing yeah. um, the next thing uh, on your list or wish list to want to try or to do toward growing your brand. Now, if it is that you go with uh, the Zoom uh, video, for instance, uh, if you're putting things on YouTube, the advantage there is when you, if you do it on Facebook, it's in your timeline and your friend's timeline for a while, your followers timeline, and then it disappears forever, essentially. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, it's in your library or it's in your photo you know, thing for those who go, but very rarely do people actually go there on a page or profile unless they're really, really deeply interested in that. So you have to kind of put yourself out there. So by putting it on YouTube, once you put it out there, it's there forever. Mm -hmm. um, and, and you can share the YouTube link to your Facebook. So that's why we tend to favor like recording it on something like Zoom and then posting on YouTube, create a YouTube channel and post it on YouTube um, and then share that to your various socials. Um, as, as a way to like begin to grow your brand and following. And along those lines, some of the most popular YouTube videos are the tutorials, um, time-lapse videos, things that show your creative process from beginning to end in a time-lapse kind of fashion. There's a lady in our group, Crystal, I think her last name is Jean, Jean. Crystal Jean. Jean. And she's done several, she started a YouTube channel. She's done several, um, uh, time-lapse videos of her painting different things and crafting different things. And yeah. she's big into um, acrylic painting and um, making pendants out of um, I, I don't resin, know. Some resin, kind of resin, some and, kind of resin and paint. Uh, yeah, paint resin. We need to check in with her. We haven't heard from her recently. So yeah. So did you, were you going to read that from Linda? Yeah, an example of a way to post a piece of art. And I'll, I'll include this in our show notes. Piece of art with story. A piece of art with story. Uh, Linda Suzanne Wright posted in our group a photo, beautiful photo. It's a very... Um, uh, it's a very dreamlike photo and it's, it's a good description. edited and it's actually called dream state. That's the name of the photo. And she posted a quick 100 word story and inspired by, so I'll just, I'm reading this from her caption. So dream stories in 100 words inspired by the art and writing of Nick Bantock. One, 4 AM, the dream returned, dark and light, silence and noise. Jesse woke atop a downy mattress in the middle of a tiny island. Re retuning her senses, she became aware of a glowing light on an adjunct island. Adjacent. Adjacent island. She heard music. Soft singing carried across the waves, accompanying rather than drowning out the music of the waves themselves. Over the music grew heavy splashing. The angelic creature swam towards her, appearing to be carrying a child. Handing the tiny boy to her, he asked kindly, was this what you wanted? Smiling, she opened her arms. <laughs> and the photo's called Dream State by Linda Suzanne Wright. And that's just such a- And we will link that enriching, in the show notes. That, yeah, yeah, we'll link it and share it in the show notes. It's such an enriching um, 
addition to the photo. Yeah. And and vice versa. The photo is a wonderful addition to the words. Yeah. And the words, you know, the story makes you want to know more about the story. So, so and by the way, um, back to growing your audience uh, for creators, if you are a writer creator, um, then that would be a way to, that would be an book um, that intrigued people. Uh, it could be the book that you've already published and excerpts from the books you are, book or books you've already published. It could be excerpts, tantalizing excerpts like that from books that are in process or yet to be written and, you know, see what, and, and the audience feedback is incredible. It really gives you a lot of fantastic information. The people who follow you and make comments and like what you do, ask them for their, you know, like post a, an excerpt of a scene and then say, I'm now I'm trying to decide how to end this or which direction to go. What would you do? Would you go this way or that? Or what thoughts do you have in general? I'm stuck. You know, whatever it may be that's true, um, post that and just be real with your audience. Because in again, in this really thickly populated and densely populated market uh, era, um, what people are resonating to and enjoying more is re is connecting with people. Yeah. You know, people like to connect with people, which is the connect part in uh, I Create Daily. And the contribution part is posting and sharing what you do and sharing that with our audience. That's one of the ways that we contribute. Yeah. Entertainment and education, those are like the two biggest things that people want to consume, something that educates them, uh, enlightens their work or whatever they're doing in whatever industry you're in, or something that entertains them. And art definitely falls. I would say art falls into both categories, mm -hmm. but especially that spark of entertainment in somebody's day. Yeah. And we, as you're building your, um, in particular now, if you're taking some of this to your website, such as, uh, so, so let's say that you have a website um, and you publish articles that you've written onto your Facebook posts that link to the article on your website. Um, there are, we have tips uh, elsewhere uh, that we'll link to as well on things that you can do uh, and need to do if you want to drive traffic at all to your website. Um, and so we'll link to that. But it and the article is... A Well, content of them, I was thinking more about the SEO. Oh, yeah. The, the, with the search engine optimization, the SEO um, podcast that we've done, interviews we've done, we have a, about three or more, as well as some articles. We will link to those because, and you know, that those are like, it's such a big topic. And topic. We recently interviewed Tara Jacobson, uh, and she is an expert on that. And that's what she talked about. She's been in the game for a long time. And she's, she's a an multi Etsy seller, Etsy seller, multifaceted creator. In fact, she has a training right now on how to grow your Pinterest following that we will link to as well. A lot of, there'll be a lot of links. In I this think interview. Colleen would um, enjoy um, Pinterest. If you're listening yeah. to this, you would enjoy the Pinterest uh, tutorial. So we'll link that below yeah. because I think that will also be an incredible outlet for your crafting and anybody who's doing crafting um that'll be incredible for um getting traffic and eyeballs uh, because pinterest is i believe 80 percent women who are middle class shoppers and by the way we so we get a lot more traffic from our pinterest account to um all of our brands than from facebook yes so that's another that's another reason that that's important to consider but again and the article you mentioned uh content distribution strategies and all that um if you're already exhausted by how much it sounds like you're going to need to create, don't worry, don't be, because there's so many ways to take the one thing, one article, one piece of art, one poem, whatever it is that you've created, and multiply that into a number of different posts um, and products as well. Um, so there's so many ways to do that. Um, 
Don't feel overwhelmed. Just one step at a time. It's like any journey, you know, if you're not there yet, it can seem, you know, you can be impatient. It can be daunting uh, because you've never been there yet. But, you know, one step each day, um, you're on your way. Yeah. And I think to sort of wrap it up with some action steps so that it just gives you the summary, um, be consistent every day, Um, decide what, decide what, if you're overwhelmed, just pick Facebook or Instagram and just decide to post every single day to one of those profiles. So be consistent. That's important. Um, Two, learn how to create story. If you don't already know how, learn how to just pull people in with story to your visual art, your written words. And that's just part of your craft. So that's part of what you're doing already. Mm -hmm. And just learn how to share that. So be consistent, develop story around your work and share it Mm -hmm. show up to facebook instagram wherever you go i did mention that we would share a couple instagram tips we're not as we don't have a whole lot of expertise on instagram so we'll link trainings that we've taken that are much better and go more in depth on instagram marketing but what works a lot is um using hashtags properly so researching different hashtags in your area so writers artists, entrepreneurs, crafters, just look at your niche on Instagram, search the hashtags and what's trending there and how they're publishing content. So do a lot of research on what is popular in your crafting genre and how you can sort of take that into your world, how you can do short videos, how you can create compelling posts, whether you're a writer or a crafter. Um, I think what what's most important again is being consistent and sticking to a schedule so if you're going to post daily post daily learn the difference between an instagram story versus an instagram feed post like just dive into that world and again we'll provide links of trainings but the most important thing for everything is being consistent and learning the platform yeah so that means being serious about it it's not just social sharing anymore it's have a strategy in place and learn something Post something every day and learn something about the platform you want to excel at every day. Yeah, and along those lines, just to add another PS to your wrap up, uh, yeah. your great wrap up there is um, a great way to do it is using a goals journal. So this is there a little plug for our 90 day goals journal. I create a 90 day goals journal because here's the thing. Let's say that in 90 days you could decide that you want to grow your Facebook following. You want to, and then you break that down. You want, you want to grow your brand and you want to do it on Facebook. So then you break down your goals of how many posts you're going to do a day, what kind of posts you're going to do a day, uh, what, uh, technology you're going to learn most of what you want to know uh, we link sometimes to some of the paid courses out there because if you want to go deeper on any one thing then you know first we what we recommend is consume all the free content you can and yeah. then if they're still missing links and pieces um, and you just want to become or you want to become the expert on that which in social media manager for others uh every skill that you learn we got another internet unstable connection thing so i'm right at the important point right at the important part um is there whatever it is you want to learn know that that becomes a marketable skill that you might be able to share with uh, and serve others with if you need to yeah Yeah. i mean there's there's a food blogger uh it's called the minimalist baker and she started a food blog and she's been food blogging for like probably 10 years but her other thing is that she has photo- food photography and food videography for courses. 
So, you know, like you get good at your craft, you get good at your Absolutely. skill. And then the natural next thing is you teach other people who want to do something specific with it. So you, have, could, yeah. you could decide I'm going to teach other um, Etsy sellers how to use Instagram to sell your work. I mean, it, it could be anything, but yeah. the more, like you were saying, like Laura was saying, the more skills that you learn, the more you'll grow your own brand and the more you have a marketable skill. Right. And yeah, and the, and they're always useful to you and to others. I was, I was going to say one more thing that we forgot to recover or pick up on and it just left my brain. Um, shoot. Oh, well, I guess we can put it in the, in the notes if it comes back. So, uh, or pick it up on another episode. So. so we hope this was helpful. And again, we'll have a ton of examples and resources in the show notes that will go much deeper on each layer. We really wanted to give an overview and just some really simple action steps for anybody to take to just get started. I think the most important thing is just get started yes. with something. Yeah. And Don't make it a we all figure yeah. it out as we go. We're sharing tips that we've learned along the way to shorten your curve. But again, you're, you're going to dive in and you're going to come across struggles. you see a different angle, you're going to start posting on Facebook and realize, actually, I like video more than photos. Like you're going to figure out your style. It all comes from just taking that first step and you'll, you don't need to worry about having perfect branding. You'll figure that out. Yeah. That, that really just all of that will evolve because your brand will evolve as you evolve and put your work out there. So the first big step is just taking the first step. And I remembered what it was and it Yay. just ties right back into the concept of as you post on Facebook, uh, what it is you're learning, what is you're doing, then that's, uh, and the videos that you created, whatever you've created, that's where it is that people may come to you and start asking you, mm -hmm. how do you do that? Uh, so for instance, um, the I Create Daily Journal has become a big part of our brand and offerings now. We're a media publishing company. Our primary primary focus is creating and developing uh, websites. And, and I don't mean for other people, I mean around our own brands for the most part um, and the things that we're interested in. So we have a gardening website, gardensall.com. We have the I Create Daily website and brand. Um, so what happened we, with the I Create Daily Goals Journal is that we ran a challenge and the journal that we used uh, wasn't, didn't quite work for most of our members. And so we thought, well, we just create one. We've, we've done a podcast about that before. Uh, so but the, the point is that, uh, and, and for that reason, by the way, I wanted to mention, uh, so we could interview people who have journals, back to the abundance and non-competitive mm -hmm. thing, collaboration, contribution, connection. We could totally interview people who have journals. Uh, and we're, by the way, changing our interview from, it, the name of our interviews from interviews to conversations with creatives. Yeah. Um, so, and we'll talk more about that in the future. More. If it's our brand more, Right, we're having conversations, not just um, static interviews, but um, anyway, that. So, so no, where was I going? Where was I going? Uh, well, just how you evolve as your audience, as, as you get audience feedback, and you're consistent. You'll get comments like, "How do I do this?" Right. All oh, right. So right. So we started the the journal, and that's so we're not competitive. And the journal is just one of the things we have. It's one of our favorite things because we have learned and discovered that is one of the best ways to get your goals done is to write them, to think them, write them, do them, track them. Um, and so for that reason, we're big on the I Create Daily Goals journals as well as the iArt Daily journals. And we're big on gratitude. So we created a gratitude journal. So, but that's not who we are. Those are just some of the things we've created and some of the things we have. And then from that, we discover what it is that people are interested in. However, 
what we did is a little, I mean, we created the goals journal because people wanted something. Um, so what we would do differently, like on our next goals journal is, or next journal rather, whatever it may be, is test it with an audience. So before like you go, testing. yeah, before you spend the money on creating beta test, find out what people want and they will be telling you as you post yeah. things, how do you do that? Or could you create a book of this, a children's book from this art? I would love to share it with my children, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. They'll tell you what they want and then that will help you develop ideas and put it back to them and ask them what they want. Would they buy that? And you can even pre-sell things before you make it. So in a way you could be doing a little bit of your own like crowdfunding and or um, like research from your own platform and audience to, to, to bring people who follow you what it is that they want Totally. before you invest. Yeah. Uh, and that only happens if you make the decision to start building your audience. And of course sure. this is for people who want to build a brand. If you don't want to build a brand, then you by no means, we are speaking to people who want to yeah. build an artistic brand. If you're just doing or this not sure. Yeah. Like or if you're earlier. not sure. Yeah, definitely. If you then, think you want to, and a lot of times now, and we really should do a whole podcast on that, so we won't get into it deep, but if you're not sure and you think you might want to do something with your art, a lot of times the not sure part is really what you're saying is I'm afraid yeah. uh, or I'm doubtful if I'm good enough. Uh, so don't doubt that. Don't, don't let fear stop you from becoming more with, through your creative endeavors. Yeah. So, yep. all right. And one last thing, the, really the only difference with, social media for building a brand versus social media just for your personal time is that you're posting and commenting with more intention and no. so you're it's <laughs> the good. same thing it's the same thing it's it's really the same oh, caspian stop it sorry dog bark <laughs> it's the same uh, concept of sharing so you'd be sharing anyway we're all on social media to share stuff you're just adding a layer of intention like yeah. hey guys i'm an artist I'm going to post my art now instead of posting everybody else's art because what you're doing when you post personally and show, which is fine, you're posting personally, it's totally fine. That's how this stuff works. But, but you're supporting other creators, yeah. which is great. Yes. Like we love that. Oh. But the, the difference in building the brand is now you're doing it with intention. Now you have a reason and your own work and your own creativity that you're bringing to the table that other people get to share too. Yeah, I, I know we keep having like this is like the uh, post, 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 post script. P P P P S. Right, fourth P S. But what you said just reminded me of just yesterday. Uh, somebody posted a really beautiful meme, essentially from art that they yeah. created. Uh, in the group. So don't hesitate to use your own art to even quote yourself. Um, if you're not an artist, but you're a writer, then part of your art are your, is your quotes, yeah. your quote, is your quotes. Um, so you want, and you can find free, incredible free images from Pixabay, which is our number one go-to place and other places, or Unsplash. Unsplash. Uh, both of them are free. Um, and, you know, try to give the, um, artist credit. the art, the original artist credits from there, but it's optional whether not to do that. We like to do it whenever we can. Um, so, so yeah, use, uh, use what's out there, use your own work and don't hesitate and don't be afraid to put it out there. You know, somebody yeah. said, uh, you know, there used to be this thing about somebody criticizing someone for liking their own comment in a Facebook timeline yeah. and all that. I was just thinking about that just this morning. And Look, she, of course I like it. I put it out there. Exactly. It's like, it's like, okay, so what are you <laughs> saying that I shouldn't like what I put out there? You know, a lot of times it's when it so happens, funny. it's accidental. Yeah. Um, but, or like we'll go in and uh, like, I just loved like one of our copy break things where I was actually loving the art or the person that we we're talking about or the topic or the interview or whatever. Yeah. So I wasn't like loving our own podcast, although I do.
okay. Yeah. It is your work in the world. And if you value it, other people will as well. Totally. Yep. All so, that. Okay. Value yourself. Value yourself and your art and keep creating daily. Yeah. And let us know what you would like us to go deeper in so that we can help you more. Yes, yeah, so, that's the whole point. We don't do this so we can enjoy hearing ourselves talk. And so because we, yeah. we listen to the replays while we're editing it and we're like, oh, I said um too many times. <laughs> so we're definitely not doing this to hear ourselves talk. <laughs> so if you do have questions like Colleen, we, we did this because Colleen Nichols asked, like, what do we do? What, what should I be doing? Can you point me in the right direction? And so if you have similar questions on any topic, we can either find the people to interview, uh, to have conversations with, or we will share our thoughts if we have any. So you can reach us at creators at iCreateDaily.com. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks so much for joining us for the I Create Daily podcast. Please let us know what creatives you would like us to interview and what topics you would be interested in hearing more about. And if you enjoyed this show, please leave a review on iTunes. We value your feedback. We read all the reviews and it just helps us get the word out on the I Create Daily podcast. Thank you so much. Thanks so much.